advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... am Sofa King. Sofa Sofa King. King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. (laughs) You say funny things. I was supposed to taste this whiskey in a minute, and so I, that was my pour. I poured my drink, uh, and I realized I didn't have a second oh, glass for no. that. Uh, so I just had to. I just took a fucking uh, shot, like because uh, I drank. That was a full on. Yeah, that was a lot. It was a full taste. I won't spoil it. I'll, I'll wait all for right. my opinion. Yeah, I might taste it more. Your face didn't look bad. We might as well do it. All right. Oh yeah, here. I'll drizzle it. No, the, the, the drizzle. A little bit. Hmm. That was way more than I was expecting. Yeah. That's what she oh, said. You can't tell. Like, it's good. That's good. That's very that is smooth. very unique. Mm-hmm. It's very uh, smooth. Very smooth. Very, very smooth. You go ahead. I don't know how to say that. For being a Japanese whiskey? IY Tradition Mars whiskey. <clears throat> yeah. It's, it's a beautiful starts, bottle. The flavor when it hits you feels like you're going to get this raw, unfinished, hot whiskey. And, the and then smoothest. it's just super smooth. Very smooth woody. on the backbone. Very woody. Mm-hmm. No smoke, like an unfinished wood yes, flavor. I love it. Not much sweetness. No sweetness at all, really. I, I, actually, a touch. There's a touch there. A little bit. But um, That's from Eat Your, Eat Your Food, Tina Zobko <coughs> and uh, RDJ Allen. That's good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pour some more. And but as I did in the bonus, I apologize for my vocal stylings. It sounds so close to the Project Orion voice. I'd forgotten about it. And I was like, what is that? And it's your, it's your Project Orion voice. <laughs> right. Whatever that was supposed to be. It's a little. Uh, I just keep hearing Marge Simpson. <laughs> it happens. No. Have you, did, did you listen to the Project Orion thing? Probably not, huh? It was one of our Patreon things. He did like a little short. Yeah. Western I mean, I had future to, like, planet. Western. Murderous yeah, barbers. I had to have at one point. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. I can hear it. I can't quit hearing it. If my voice wasn't jacked up, I could do a voice. You're doing it. All I think all you have to do is deliver yeah. a line. If my voice yeah. wasn't jacked up, I could do it. We should do more of those. Yeah, I've had bronchitis and laryngitis for a week. How do you, is that a diagnosable thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laryngitis. It's just like, uh, like your larynx is fucking swollen or something. Basically. Yeah. I think it's the same thing as bronchitis. Like you get a cold, <clears throat> and then you get all the phlegm, and then as that starts to recede, bacteria mm-hmm. lingers, mm-hmm. and then you get a secondary. Yeah, know, that's when that's why yeah. you get a cold, and then when the cold symptoms have all gone away, you get a horrible cough, uh, and that's the bronchitis, uh, and then laryngitis is the same thing. From, from <clears throat> it's just in your larynx. Your larynx. Mm. And it might not have been laryngitis. It might just be that I was coughing so hard for so long. I don't even know how you but get you sick. To, you don't even fucking leave this you know place. How did you get sick? Like someone well, brought some shit to, to you. When I went to Boise. Oh. You, need to, sick you, need to, Thanksgiving. you need to update your Lyrnix system. You've had that since I Thanksgiving? Do. How long ago was that? Two weeks. Damn. 
Uh, Maddox was sick as fuck for a while, actually. Well, the cold was, I had a cold for about five days, and then I had the bronchitis for Yeah, I got worried. My son was going to get fucking RSV. I was like, stop coughing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm taking the Everybody hospital. has this weird cough right now. Co- like, yeah, it's exactly what I had. Cough. It's, it's rough. My wife had it, and then <clears> I went and uh, I met up with uh, Jose Luis's brother um, to play some magic. And he had the same cough. Like, it was the exact same as no, my wife. So I was like, oh, it's the same shit. Like, my it's, friends had it for the like same. three weeks. All things considered, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have it as long as everybody's a lot of got that do. same sickness that went around. <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah. I so. got it from Vaughn on Thanksgiving. Yeah. We just happens. have to make sure I can get through the episode. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. You seen some sexual healing? Tech, you didn't do Techo Winner? You get the, the dude, uh, yeah. knock it out. So, uh, as always, if, uh, you post something about El Yucateco, our primary sponsor and author of deliciousness, um, on social media, uh, we will reward you with a hot sack. And this week it goes to John Wilbanks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he converted, um, her, which I'm assuming is his paramour. Mm. Could be a sister or a cousin. I don't know. It's, just probably her. Ste- it's probably stepsister. Maybe Look that's like that's the way the trend is, <laughs> is leaning. Yeah, um, that's what you're talking about. But uh, uh, he had a full uh, array had, of techo. Yeah, she had her tongue out with the crossed eyes. Yeah, yeah it was weird. No, they no. did look very stepsister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or stepmom. Yeah, it could be stepmom. She was stuck She's in a dryer. Too young though. Yeah, yeah, she was stuck, stuck in a dryer. In a dryer. <laughs> 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 what a predicament yeah yeah <laughs> pun intended yeah. yeah the thing i like about that joke is right now <laughs> there is a couple listening and the guy just laughed really hard <laughs> and the girl, and the girl like, has yeah. no idea why this What's is yeah. funny about and that? is like grilling grilling him about it yeah it's gonna lead to conflict that's fucking yeah rdg just busted up laughing yeah <laughs> I saw one of my buddies like in trouble from a significant other in Dagny's this morning. I was like, Oh really? Oof. Like in the middle of Dagny's. I was like, uh, damn. That's not good. I was like, I'm out of here. See yeah. you guys later. Tell, walking did away. You tell him there's more fish in the sea, bro, and walk off. I think he that's was supposed to have delivered <laughs> breakfast and he was chit chatting. Uh, the breakfast was there. He bought it. It was mm. there. But I think that person was waiting for him. And he was like, Morning. It was not good. I was like, everyone these, all the guys looked at each other like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And what do these women want? She didn't like, hide it at yeah. all. Like in the middle of Dagny's like Bring me my hip, bagel. Like fucking stance, hand on yeah, the hip, fucking yeah. pissed face. I was yeah. like, oh shit. Had she was hang, had a, she was hangry, dude. Yeah, I had a throw her I had a threw her food on the ground when she went to pick it up, <clears> kick her in the face. <clears> That's a good move. Stick her head in the dryer. Yeah, you can stick her head in the dryer. <laughs> stick her mom's head in the dryer. Yeah. Stepmom. Yeah, stepmom. So thank you, John Wilbanks. Uh you will be contacted. You can give your bio data and we will be sending you an El Yucateco hot sack. Yeah. I'm making note. Mm-hmm. John Henry Wilcox. Wilbanks. John Henry Wilcox. <laughs> and as always, thank you to our patrons. Um, you're the reason we uh, keep going. You're the reason for the season right you're now. You're the reason yeah. for the season right now. You're you're literally the only reason we're recording right now because mm-hmm. with my raspy-ass voice, yeah. I would probably bow out. But uh, I know that you guys are, are loyal to the show and I want to deliver yeah. as best I can. So well, thank you. The, yeah, and for those who don't know, like uh, we've been on – like tons of bad things have been happening to us. So yes. Brent's posted in the group, uh, 
And I don't know if you, I mean, I guess you put it out there publicly. Brent's father passed away. Yeah. yeah. Dave's dogs have died. Yeah. Like, and sister, sister died. Yeah. Things out. Like, I lost my job, like, yeah. looking for a new job. So, <laughs> right. like, yeah, I got laid off. No, so, like, and Thanksgiving was part of it. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And, that was a I normal mean, there's, day. There's, off. Yeah. Well, we had a normal, like, oh, Dave's going to, to see his mm-hmm. son and, like, you know, like all this stuff. And we're like, cool. Great. And then everything else hits all at once, like this fucking terrible storm of, you know, it all happens in threes and Mm -hmm. there just happens to be three of us. So, yeah. So, but thank you for sticking around. Those of you who have, um, I did get a message today from a buddy is like, are you guys not recording anymore or what's happening? So, uh, I know some of you aren't on Facebook or you're not kind of in the loop. So, uh, if you're just listening to the show, uh, we've had a lot of life events happening. Uh, so hopefully this next year we'll be able to. Kind of get back, back to normal. Horse, yeah. 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 And then Dave came back and he's sick, you yeah. know, so it's like nothing, like just nothing's lining up. Nothing's helping, helping, helping. I like it. Yeah, helping. Nothing's I wouldn't helping even us. care if I was sick. It's like, oh, no. I don't feel good. I'll record anyway, but yeah, yeah, I literally yeah. can't fucking talk yeah. <laughs> like so, that kind of yeah, no, slows terrible. down the so, podcast. Yeah. So just to keep everybody in the loop, like that's kind of the bad things that have been happening. So yeah. Um, you know, but we're still here, still recording, we're still, still going to put out shows. Thank we're you, not patrons. Stopping. Yeah, thank and you I tried. I put it in the Facebook group yeah. and I put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We got lots of uh, of condolences but I mean, and, love, and honestly, so thank there's, you. there's a couple yeah. thousand people in the face, Facebook group, and there's more that you know. Tons sure. of I thought you were going to say pacemaker, pacemaker, pacemaker group. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's happening. I'm stroking again. Yeah, uh, could be all bad. I could die. I love it when you stroke. I, I could die tonight. You know, we all could. So yeah, we all could. Yeah. So. I'm not going to be crazy if I died on the show. Yeah, that. No, <laughs> that show. Like, yeah, no, it'd be great. I mean, yeah. what other way would you want to go? Suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It'd be good ratings. Yeah. Um, Maybe like people trying to listen to the Jonestown, you know? Right. Like, did you hear that podcast? The guy yeah, died, died on air. Oh, fuck. I got to listen yeah. to that. Dave yeah. is weeping. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we so would, what would that sound like? Like, you know, I die, Dave's weeping. Like, we would be like, oh, fuck, breaking glasses, trying to like figure out why know. you're on the I floor figured, right now. I think now. you guys would just cry. Calling, we just let you sleep. Yeah, 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 just let me go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to disturb me. I'm like, yes, mouth to mouth. And I <laughs> yeah. just get up and run over there. Hurry, put him in his wrestler pose. <laughs> Unzip his right. pants. Yeah, because yeah, he have to have <laughs> He's going to get re- stiff in a minute. <laughs> Unzip his pants and put him in a wrestling pose. We'll never get these off. Dave, where's the singlet we hid? Have you ever had to do the Heimlich or mouth to mouth? Yeah. So not mouth to mouth, not mouth to mouth, but Heimlich. Yeah. yeah, I've done the Heimlich like four different times, dude. Mine was my uncle, and I was scared, dude. It was my mom twice, my nephew once, I've, and then a complete. I've only done once. the fucking fingers down the throat, like fucking my son oh. uh, when he was a baby. He was choking. I was like, ah! I fucking stabbed him in the throat, and he fucking like threw up. And you he know? threw it up. Yeah, there's like times you're not supposed that. to do it, and you are. But my uncle I was fucking choking, and he was like pointing. I was like, oh. Fuck, like no yeah, one else dude. is doing this. Yeah. Yeah. So I went up and was like, hoot, hoot, and like nothing, yeah. dude, hoot, hoot, did it and like nothing. And I was like, I'm gonna hit this fool in the back. But like, I was like, I don't want to like break him. He's like 80, like yeah, you gonna have break to. his bone doing like, yeah, it. So I was like, you. boom in the back, boom in the back, turn him around, hop, hit him again on the Heimlich. Hmm. And then finally he was like, punch him in the face. Like, okay, yeah. okay. And I stopped and then he sat down in the chair and I fucking went, got him water. I was like, oh shit, dude, that was fucking. It's just, he just kept hitting him. He's yeah. like, stop. Yeah. I'll tell you, dude, a couple of like, times, like, I think Berkeley choked. My fucking wife did not handle that shit well. Like, I was, like, fucking calm. Like, it's nah, okay. Calm down. Yeah. And, like, it went fucking nuts. And I was like, thank God. Like, I, I was, like, yeah. cool and calm. And I was, like, happy with myself where I was, like, okay. And I know that when this shit goes down, like, I am cool and calm. Yeah. It's, like, stressful, but I'm level-headed when the situation occurs. Yeah. And that's how and I, like, I was, like, I'm glad yeah. to know this is how I react when right. this shit goes yeah. down. Like, I'm my, okay. I had some scary times with my first daughter. And then... Uh, uh, my son uh, had seizures uh, when he was little seizures, yeah, little seizures, yeah, yeah with with crazy bread, yeah. yeah, and um, 
and no dipping sauce though. Mm-hmm. No. And uh, but man, I remember when that was happening, yeah. dude. Uh, that happened to me when I was little. I I I've never I've never like in an emergency situation been as scared. Like, and I know like, they're like, oh, seizures. Like some, like once you figure out like, oh, these are not like, they're just seizures. Like they're not hurting them in any way, but they were the most frightening things. But my wife was like, like, I've been the guy on the scene freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, here, give them to me. Like, just hold them. Come on, baby. Hey, buddy. Come on, buddy. Hey, buddy. You know, like you're all right. You know, like, and so like I was panicking, but I was like calm and collective. Yeah, my wife was just fucking going ape shit. I had know, it happen like, in McDonald's. Someone had seizures. I had oh, it happen wow. in Best Buy when I worked at Best Buy. Someone had seizures, and like just I was, the, I was the side, fucking first. Like, yeah. And like, so then yeah. at the farmers market yeah. this weekend, I yeah. fucking walked up on it, and there was like an old man and like one other guy. I was like, "Did anyone call nine one one? What's going on? Yeah. Like, is this a relative?" And they're like, uh, "This is his dad." Like, and it was a grown ass man though. Yeah. And he was, he was fucking bleeding everywhere. And I was like, like, "What's going on? Is he hemorrhaging? Fucking, Did he yeah. fall? Did he hit his head?" And they're like, "He hit his head on the curb when he went down." I was like, "Someone's calling nine one He's like, "No, he doesn't want to." call 911 and I was like he hit his head he's bleeding really bad I was like like, is this normal does he have seizures he's like yes he has he has a history of seizures I was like okay does he have medication and then they're holding him on his back keeping his head off the ground I was like you need to turn him on his side he's gonna aspirate and he was just like gurgling and they turn him on his side and finally get him like he breathes like hold him on his side and just keep his head off the ground I was like hold on we'll get some first aid stuff so we got like gauze and shit and then like someone walked up he's like I'm a medical student but the funniest thing but someone ran up and I thought this lady was a nurse the whole time and god bless her she came to like be her intent was great but she ran up like wait 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 she's like here i'm here i'm a physical therapist and i was like are you gonna fucking give him an elastic band are you gonna work his knee out Uh, yeah and the guy was like whoa like no no no, i'm good we're good but he would not let us call an ambulance he was like that's gonna be like three grand and i was like "Uh, if it was just seizures and a history of seizures i get it man but there is blood everywhere bleeding out like it was it was like boxer wound though he hit his eyebrow but still He hit his eyebrow on the fucking curb. Yeah, like he, he went lost, down, yeah. like free fall, and hit the curb. Himself, yeah. yeah. So um, he woke up, and then the medical student dude was there, and he's like, "Hey, do you know your name? Do you know your birthday?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I picked him up. I was like, "Dude, there's blood everywhere." Like I was a little bit sketched out by all the blood. I was yeah. like, "God damn, it's a lot of blood." But I, that happened when we were playing disc golf. Fucking, we were like one of my uh, brother-in-law at the time threw this fucking his friend fucking launched this fucking disc dude and this guy it was this perfect you could watch the disc and oh, you like see the guy walking, walking like into the trajectory and we're like whoa watch out watch out for you know and the guy just kept walking in that Bink. disc right in the fucking eyebrow Oof, dude eyebrows and, in, dude. and we were yeah. like i don't know 250 yards away you know or Damn, however long no not 250 yards like, I was like, like 250 feet away right. like like it was a pretty long i mean you could chuck right. them bastards and i saw the blood fucking fly off his face like it got hit Slow in mortal mo. combat or some shit like <clears throat> Yeah, it was insane. Like was the it a guy, metal disc, like some of those. those no, they're, plastic, they're just right. No, the the drivers are like fucking like yeah sharp though. Yeah. Yes, and that fucking thing hit him, dude. And I was just like, oh, and you just see the blood just fucking like you, you got to be aware oh. when you're on a disc golf course. Like you got to have yeah. your wits about you. Like be looking around. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, yeah, you look like John F. Kennedy, just fucking just <laughs> just. I mean, I got hit in the hit with a shot hit a white put, shirt, like, on. shot put like that, and yeah. I did look. Oh, I got hit with a sixteen pound <laughs> shot put, dude. I like through look out there i turn around i look in the ring no one's fucking there i'm yeah. walking i look back no one's there and all of a sudden they're here heads some motherfucker like just had headphones on or something it was like my turn you? got in there and he just walked in backwards because you step in and put your toe down oh like, yeah, yeah and yeah. You, you start yeah. backwards and you turn yeah. around as you throw and he chucked it and all of a sudden he's like heads heads 
And I was out there getting my shot put and I fucking hear heads and I just kind of cover my fucking oh. head with my arm and turn around, like just block my face and it hits me right in the fucking hip, dude. Oh. It just goes boom. How right heavy are those? Hip. 16 pounds. Oh, steel fuck. fucking cannonball, 16 dude. 16 pounds? Damn, yeah. Dude. And so it nails me in my fucking I've hip. I've underestimated the, the shot put people because I was thinking they were like six pounds. Like, <laughs> no, it's 16 pounds. 16 so pounds. I, That's I fucking, a fucking heavy motherfucker. I turn around and I just had red PE shorts on fucking underwear, dude. I just fucking yeah. pulled that shit down like fuck right in the middle of the field to see what was up. <laughs> Look at my dick. Like right away. Yeah. No, I might have some dick neck, but like I pulled my shit down to see what was up. Cause it, I mean, it hit me straight on, dude. Like boom. That was dude. your immediate reaction to pull your pants Look at my down? Dick. <laughs> Look at my dick. No, Look I at my dick check, neck. I was just checking my hip. You know what I mean? So I put, this was pee shorts. There's nothing yeah. I could do. I could pull it up. I guess I could have pulled it up actually. Shorts. <laughs> in hindsight, 20 something years in, later. In dick sight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just, I oh shit, I dude. I was scared. I thought like my hip was going to be broken. Like, I didn't know. What immediately pulls his pants. <laughs> Don't hit Brit. Cause he just fucking pulls his pants oh, down. Oh fuck, that hurts so much. I gotta get my dick out. <laughs> he just, somebody punches him. He pulls his pants down. What are you doing, Quit bro? Quit me off. It fucking hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You gotta check it out. Oh man. Quit <laughs> jerking me uh, off. Uh-huh. That's how they get away from getting yeah. mugged. Yeah. <laughs> just pull your dick out. Yeah. And say, yeah, he was doing the, yeah, you thought the shot put was mugging you at the yeah. time. Like, someone tried to mug you and just started stroking it. They yeah. would get the fuck just out of there. Pull your dick out and start stroking it. That's, yeah. that is take the, all your clothes off. Yeah. They're like, give me your wallet. You just take your yeah. fucking underwear and everything. For off. women, they just have to yell, come here and suck mama's dick. If I can, that's <laughs> Come here and suck mama's dick. That's how that, that gets him away but real quick. Yeah. I had like the fucking universe on my fucking hip, dude. It looked like yeah. a galaxy or something. It was uh, wild. There's a nebula. I've like had that. that. Shit you, was every you saw, color immediately. You, you saw mine from the skate park. Yeah. Wow. It was like that. Uh, it was immediately. There was like an impact and it was just like yellow, green, yeah. fucking purple, yeah. black. Like it was rough. Like predator vision. Nothing yeah. broke though. But my fucking yeah. coach, dude, he defied physics, man. He got so pissed. He was like almost an Olympian or something. And he fucking showed up and he was fame. like, what fucking happened? Like he, he could have done the Amshan Rico yeah. levitation. Cause I, I mean, like, I could have died. Yeah. If that would hit me in the head, I'm dead. Oh, uh, nah. 16 pound shot, shot put thrown 50 feet. Like the fucking good chance of it. I don't know. That could kill you. I don't know. You're pretty hard headed. Cannonball. But so uh, he, good he saw what happened and young. he was like yeah. screaming, dude. And he fucking picked up the shot put and one arm like threw it at the ground while he was screaming at us and it sunk the shot put like halfway in the ground. He walked away and we all looked at each other. Forget about my hip. We were like, what the fuck? Did he pull his pants down? Did he just do <laughs> He didn't. He kept his pants on. He's but surprise Surprise When down, I get like, mad, I take yeah. them off. Yeah, surprise Somebody hits you, yeah. <laughs> fuck, so, I got hit by a car. Pull my pants down. Check so, it out. <laughs> so we looked, dude, and there's big dudes. Like I kind of like bailed out on shot put and discus at like junior year and I just started coaching junior high kids because I didn't get any taller hmm. and those dudes got to be like six four with fucking yeah, arms bands and shit yeah. and i just couldn't compete anymore i was good yeah. freshman sophomore year but then i stopped growing yeah. so these big ass dudes were like what the fuck so we all start picking the shot put and with two hands trying to throw overhead trying to throw it as hard as we can yeah. like jumping and throwing it into the dirt could not sink that bro. shit Technique. i was like fucking kung fu master yeah, over there he yeah, was pissed if he would have hit you with that, that was, was crazy dead, yeah. he would make you fucking do uh if you said can't like i can't seem to mm. do this or i can't do that yeah. he'd be like 50 push-ups or do you want to roll a quarter mile or not a quarter mile i roll the what's the just the straight the straight on the track you had to roll the straight like the sprint whatever Maybe a quarter yeah or no a quarter mile is a whole lap meter? 400 meters yeah you had to roll in the, it was meter, a dirt yeah. track we didn't have a track track it was dirt yeah. so you didn't have to roll or do 50 push-ups huh 
but I was good at push-ups. I just do the push-ups. It happened a couple times, but for years I wouldn't say that word. Yeah, you can't. Say it just can. like programmed my ass to yeah, not no say can't. Kidding. Yeah, he got me. Can or won't. Yeah, I don't know if he probably got you for won't. No, won't is a decision. No, I'm saying it's can't, can't means or an inability you to can't do it. Or you won't do it. Won't you means I'm refusing do to do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Most times it's won't. Right. Won't do it. Well, my pants are on. What are we talking about? Don't make You're him talking mad. about. Don't hit him. Don't hit him, Dave. The Godfather of Soul, Mr. James Brown. Um. I feel like his name should have been James White. Because any like brown guy is always white. Like, you know, James He's pretty white. brown. No, I know that, but yeah. I'm saying like most of the time it's white, like Barry White. I don't you think know. I think brown's appropriate. I I will say that the two <clears throat> blackest experiences I've had in my life <laughs> were going to the black church in Battle Creek, Michigan mm-hmm. on a Sunday. That's pretty black. And going to see James Brown in concert. Oh, you saw James Brown. Yeah. Nice. And it was. How old was he? How, like he was, he was older. Still, this was in the 90s. Still a show though. He could project. Still he was still dancing. Show, dude. He's still, his voice never wavered. His voice never like, cause you, a lot of times you'll hear an older singer and it's like, they don't have the yeah. chops anymore. Yeah. He's still, his, like his vocals to Willie were Nelson. perfect. Yeah. His vocals dude, that were foot perfect. Shuffle crazy ass shit. He does. It's wild. He looks like he's just fucking but just, floating. Like it's just his band. You know, it's like a big band, but they're not playing big band. But that it's was like, a, that you know, was it's a like, replacement. It's like band, fucking twenty people. Yeah. yeah, and you know, I mean, uh, I back like in he, the day, I he wasn't there. Maceo Parker, who I'm a huge fan of, who was his saxophone player, who then went on to co-found uh, Parliament Funkadelic. Then he went on to play for Prince. Um, but was that the one from the documentary? Yeah. Um, and he was like, he didn't actually play baritone, but he wouldn't right. say no. Yes. Fucking gangster. I yeah. don't know how different alto sax and baritone sax are, but that fucking part where it's his brother was a drummer or something, mm-hmm. right? He's like, you play drums. And he's like, Oh, my brother needs a job too. And he's like, uh, he plays saxophone. He's like, Oh, I don't need a sax player. He's like, Oh wait, I do need a baritone sax player. He's like, you play baritone sax. And he's like, mm-hmm. just says yes. And he had to play the next week. And yeah. I was like, man, I wonder what the, he said are, it was three days later. I think. Yeah, or so, yeah. Three days yeah. later, he had to play baritone sax i was like jesus christ and that motherfucker even though he wasn't a classically trained musician he was like orchestrating every fucking thing that's what was was. so interesting to me is that the band had to watch him because it was all based off of his fucking dance cues like and he would like fucking hit and like the snare would hit and again prince prince would do the same thing that's wild like and and it was like he would just say you know they were playing uh, to a soundtrack to him dancing he would just say hit me and then the band would have to go bump yeah and then he'd say three times and then bump 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 and then like he they knew this dance meant just the saxophone this movement and it was like you've only with prince and with that concert did i see the key musician merge so seamlessly with the band and the crowd yeah. because you were part of it too. Yeah. yeah. Cause they would, you know, it's call and response. James Brown would say something and you would say it back. Prince would say something. You'd say it back. He'd say it to the band. The band would, would call it back. Yeah. He had and such complete just, control and command the of the crowd of and the band. He was just like a fucking orchestrating like being dude. It was, it's, that was a weird thing. I, I mean, I knew a little bit about James Brown, but I never watched it. And I think that like the live seeing him versus hearing him, is a completely different fucking thing. Oh, yeah. like, for sure. It's just so different. Because yeah. like, he's doing that crazy dancing the whole time. Yeah. He reminds me of like a Southern pastor. For sure. You know, like that's well, like, that's because it, it was, go- it came no, from, I know, like, gospel. I know. It's yeah. the gospel. Like that's how 
That's just really what it reminded me of. Like, that's why they. Like, that's why they put him in the Blues Brothers as the as the preacher. The, pre- the preacher, which is yeah. just the greatest oh, yeah. fucking yeah. scene. Because I my my old like when I went to church with my grandma, you know, back when I was young, like like he was his name was Pastor Mahoney, but he and he was a white dude. That's Irish, he, Irish as fuck. Yeah, but he he's I mean he sounded. He did the the yelling and the. I mean, he yeah, was yeah, he yeah. was raised in a black church, yeah, and this black guy church. and most of the congregation, like fifty percent, like there was a lot of white people there, but mostly it was black people. Like it was a lot of black people in this like this white man's church, you know. And uh, and he just and he was kind of that James Brown like shuffling across the stage, wow, 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 you know, like I mean, they just like go after yeah. it, you know, like. And, How old uh, were you? Uh, I mean, junior high. I mean, was that your you know, first experience of church? Were you like, are, church? are churches yeah. like this? This yeah. is what churches like. No, I've been like, I had, I had friends that were that were yeah. uh, Pentecostal. Like that was that was wild. Like that's some crazy shit. Like they're, you know, the Holy Spirit with the holy. They had a banner with holes in it, and like they're fucking we people running up and down the aisles. Church, you know, dude, and, I never liked the church. And, uh, I, I was miserable. I was so uncomfortable. I don't know why. Yeah. I was a good kid. It wasn't I mean, like uh, I, I was the devil Baptist, in there. I went to Baptist church with my aunt. Like you know, like there was a lot of like you know, Baptist is very boring. You know, yeah, exactly. So like at least that, at least at the, it was a non-denominational church. You know, it wasn't really considered any any type of you know denomination. It was just a you know come as you are church, right. you know, but he was, he was such a Southern, yeah. you know, pastor. And, and, uh, he was the most like mellow dude though, like the most mellow, genuine guy. Until he and got then the when Holy he got Spirit, fucking, you know. yeah, yeah, he was just, fu- he would just, he would just, it was just on, yeah, you know, and the fucking band starts playing and they start fucking and breaking the thing, out the just, music. And, and there's you know. just this beautiful moment where there's this, it's like, and again, the black church yeah, <clears throat> and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I've never been religious. I've never cared for church, but I think I went for like two months because it yeah. was so amazing Yeah, yeah. because it yeah. was like the There's pastor would be yeah. talking and then he would start singing. And then even though he wasn't fully breaking into the song, the choir would start kind of singing because he just set, sang something. And then, yeah, cause they know he starts then, saying the same thing over and over because and I said the Lord. Yeah. I said the Lord. And then the crowd, you know, yeah. and then like, you're, you're just part of yeah. it. It's like, you're yeah. all one being yeah. doing this thing. And it's like, and that was what, that's what, a, that's what the James, and this is like old man, James Brown. <laughs> yeah. And he couldn't quite do the dance, but he Dude. was still capturing the audience and he was still yeah. capturing. My mom is in the live group right now, which is fucking weird. <laughs> I've <laughs> never seen, she's in the live group and she said, James, Brown was the original rapper and a met him at a fruit stand. I don't even know what the story. Yeah, I don't even know. Oh, she know. met him at a fruit yeah. stand. I was like, what's a met a I was like, what's a meta meta fruit stand? It's a really little one. Like a meta fruit stand? Subliminal. You don't really know it's a fruit stand. That's some crazy shit, bro. It's inferred that it's a meta like what a meta fruit stand. Met him at a fruit stand. I'll have to hear that story. Hear that story on And I have to say there's a there's a very like he as I was watching the videos and as I was like studying him. I was like, this is like, I couldn't help but think. And then I finally saw confirmation of it. I was like, there's something about what he's doing that a good professional wrestler does. Oh yeah. And I was Ah. trying to put my finger on it. And then eventually like he was talking about it and he said, um, uh, was it gorgeous George? Yes. The Cape. Yeah. Gorgeous. Like the whole Cape shtick that he did was a thing that, that he saw gorgeous George do in wrestling. And we're getting way off the timeline, but when he would sing, please, please, please in concert, he had a guy whose full-time job was to carry <laughs> to the cape. Him, yeah. And it's such a good, even as an old man, when I saw him do it, it was, it didn't cost just, any extra cause he didn't pay him anyway. Right. So, yeah. 
<laughs> but he would start to sing, please. And then please, please, please. And like, he would, he's just begging. And then he would, he would act so overwrought that he was begging for this woman to love him, that he would collapse to his knees and he'd drop the Super mic dramatic. and he could barely talk. And like the MC, uh, Bobby Boyd was it? Bobby Brown um, yeah. would like look concerned. Yeah. Like we got to get him like, off the stage. Like, we can't take him anymore. Off the stage. Like he can't take it. He can't take yeah. it. And then they'd come in and put the, the, the cape on him and like get him off. And the band was still playing. And then he would like Hulk out yeah. and he would finally be like, he's so weak. He can't even keep yeah. going. And then he would suddenly just turn and grab the mic and fully yeah. have his like voice kicking back. out of a pin. Like, yeah, one, and two. It was like kicked out. Yeah. Oh, but even the fact that like he called himself and had people call him, the hardest working man in show business, Mr. Dynamite, Mr. Please, please soul brother. Number one. And the Godfather of soul. I was like, that that's a wrestler. Yeah. Like, you're Mr. Monday night. You're Mr. Pay-per-view. Yeah. You're Mr. It's like, yeah. he had these names. He, I was like, he knew, but he, I'm sure he watched wrestling and was like, how yeah. is that guy getting the crowd? What's yeah. he doing? Like, what's, Oh, that's brilliant. And yeah. he, then he, he well, got, because they're showmen. I mean, that's yeah. the same thing. I mean, any, any good like stage persona, like whether it be, if you're stage acting, if you're, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you have a way to interact with the crowd, right? The, uh, you have a way to draw them in, whether it be interacting with them directly or, you know what I mean? Getting them so involved into what you're doing that that's, that's their, and he's just they, a they performer, feel. dude. Yeah. Like that whole that song, literally yeah. like they told him no, when they wanted to do that song, because yeah. he just says, please like 37 times yeah. or something. <laughs> right. He's like, that's not even a song. He's just saying, please 37 yeah. times. But it's like, yeah, but it's the way he says it. Like, yeah, if anybody oh, else did it, it would just be yeah, please yeah, 37 yeah. times. But him, it's a, it's an act. It's a show. Yep. And like the women watching, were yeah. like, they thought that like, oh man, someone, him. someone, someone wronged him. him. Yeah. You know, someone's wronged him. He's been yeah. like, I wish that my man would beg that way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was, that's a good documentary. It's called Mr. Dynamite. What was it? It's on it's Amazon Prime. Mr. Dynamite, The Rise of James Brown. It yeah. probably created two hours, though. It is it's long. two hours. It and probably, it was produced by Mick Jagger. Yeah. It, it probably created it. problems in relationships because women <laughs> wanted, you know did. what I mean? Like, that's how, like, that's women genuinely probably wanted their man to to be begging right. them like that, right. you know? Why can't yeah. you be probably, more like Mr. Dynamite? Yeah. That, you know? But everything from, um, you know, in the documentary, they even talk about it like, uh, Public Enemy, Jay Z, Justin Timberlake, Kanye, Bruno Mars, Quest Love, like all these people say, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in music, right? If it wasn't for James Brown, yeah. And the music that I perform wouldn't exist if it wasn't for James Brown. Yeah. I mean, he took gospel music and birthed funk and hip hop. Yeah. Right. Like they both Dude, would that not sample, exist. How many times was the sample used? 5,200 times from, in professional from songs. From that one drum song. Like the fucking, uh, like it was crazy. He was like, it's just a stab in that song. It's like a little spot in that song. He's like, but like for us, we could run with that shit for like three minutes. We just yeah. need that beat. Like they used it. Yeah. In 5,200 fucking songs or whatever. Yeah. And it was um, like a bunch of songs. Funky, and that, funky and that, drummer and, from 1970. And, uh, and that's official. Yes, that's, that's official. Not that's published. That's official not including song. break beats and no. people who've made right. beats all no. over the world that that are not. Yeah, they're not as cat musicians or right. whatever. And I was listening to now. it because I heard that and I was like, huh, and you put it on and you're like, this was. Yeah. But at about five minutes and twenty seconds in, you hear he, that. You just he goes one, two, three, four, hit it, and then that beat hits, and you're like, oh, that's it. That's that's the, it that's right the there. Beat, yeah. Like that's the fucking moment. Five fucking that's on dr- dusty fingers five drummers on stage on fucking, yeah. at one point on this one thing, and these two drummers were like, we got to take these motherfuckers out. It's too many drummers, and so it came down to two different guys that had two distinct styles. And yeah. it's so crazy, like. 
like those guys and their music, like the timing, like their brains just work different. And that whole thing, like that, that particular song and that particular sample, um, the drummer was named Clyde Stubblefield. Nice. And they had, they did a huge bunch of shows because they would usually do like a two hour show and they would do three or four or five or six in a day. That's wild. And That's then 12 tra- hours yeah. of that shit. How and did he fucking do that? Travel the next Cocaine, day. Bro. Yeah. So they got, <laughs> they got to their hotel the next night. They were all exhausted. They just wanted to sleep and then they had to do fucking 12 hours of shows tomorrow. But as soon as they got off the bus, James was like, no, let's go down to the studio. I want to record something. <sighs> And he looked at him and he said, put down a beat. And he was like, fuck it. And he just put down a beat and then he, and James really liked it. And everybody kicked up and they did this, right. this song, Funky Drummer, which apparently got no, no airplay. Play, yeah. It was just shit. Like no one cared about yeah. it. He was and ahead it, of his time is why. Like it was to be used right. in everything else. later. Yeah. yeah public it was, it was enemy, for everybody else. Public yeah. Enemy used it twice, most famously in Fight the Power. Yeah. Like it is Fight the Power. Like right. Fight the Power is that. But I mean, even like songs that I wouldn't have tracked it, like Let It Ride by Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. it's that same beat. Yeah. Like, like it's just everything is like that exact beat, you know. Yeah. But um, so his his youth is just terrible, fucking serial killer. Yeah, <laughs> like, it should have turned out way worse. Just like, in prison or something. Yeah. Right? So he was born in 1933 in a one room shack in the woods. Um, he was born stillborn, and his aunt had to basically give him mouth to mouth to bring him to life. Jesus. Um, his mom abandoned him at four, just left. So it was just him and his dad and his dad worked stripping trees to boil down the, the bark to make turpentine. Nice. Um, so he probably died. Those trees are fucked, right? Like you take the bark off in the middle of a tree like that. I think you can just take a band of bark off and the tree will die. I think it depends on the tree. I know cinnamon trees, you can do it forever and they just keep. Yeah, because certain trees, that's how like the everything up top, it goes under the bark. Like there's yeah. actually the, like all the water and everything travels mm-hmm. under the bark. Some, tree, some trees, yeah. there's some trees that can't. Um, so they were dirt poor. I mean, like fucking, Legit he didn't, he didn't have, I can't find it. He didn't have a pair of underwear till he was nine. Like underwear, a real pair. Like of real underwear. underwear. Yeah. All of his clothes until he was nine were made from like flour sacks. Huh. You know, which again, we covered that in the Great Depression. Right. Everybody was so poor that when they made flour sacks or rice sacks, they started to put like flour patterns on them and things like that because people would use them to make clothes. Yeah. Um, but so all of his clothes were made from flour sacks. And uh, <clears throat> his dad, they picked up and left turpentine country and walked 40 miles to Augusta, Georgia. 40 um, fucking miles when he's little, dude. Little yeah, kid. Yeah. And his dad uh, dropped him off at his aunt Honey's house and just left and abandoned him. Yeah. It was a brothel. And it was a brothel. Oh, nice. So he went from living alone yeah. in the woods where there were no friends. There was, yeah. it was just him in the woods with his dad making turpentine to him sitting around in a brothel all day, you know, <sighs> at nine. Um, it shouldn't have been real fucked up. I mean, he was a little fucked he up. He was a little fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't happy to make it. At 12, he got permanently kicked out of school for insufficient clothing. I'm so sure. Insufficient clothing. That's the most fucked up shit. I know. Is there not a box of clothes? Some other kids couldn't donate some clothes or something? Insufficient clothing. I don't think they had the clothes, dude. It's fucking, there's a depression going on. That's true. It's like every time he got hit, he pulled his pants down. (laughs) (laughs) My man. Yeah. And he did the James Brown scream too. Yeah. <laughs> um, T 
Damn, I wish dude, I could make that rough. scream. Yeah. I can't do it. It's such a great yeah. scream. You just um, gotta practice, bro. I'm sure you could do it. Dun, dun, yeah, I don't dun, think I have the dun, vocal range. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I could do the I could do the low pro one. No, that's not too bad. If you're yeah. in the car and you went for it, you might be able to do it. So at the whorehouse, he would what he called buck dance for the the soldiers huh. who were at the whorehouse and they would like toss him a quarter. Huh. So he started to make some money and he would dance and sing and just like entertain the guys in the whorehouse. Hmm. Um <clears throat> he became a shoe shine. And apparently, even early in his career, he would still bring out the shoeshine box uh, to <laughs> concerts and like talk about, you know, remembering where he, he hasn't came forgotten. From. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I read completely divergent reports about this. So at some point, he gets arrested. Um, he might have gotten arrested at 15 for stealing clothes from cars and got eight years. That's he a fucking Jesus long Christ. Christ. He might have been arrested at 16 for stealing a car and sentenced to three years. That's almost like a blessing at that point. That like when you go to jail, it's like, I mean, I don't know. It might be tough in jail, but like showers, meals, yeah, having clothes, point. clothes, yeah. books. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. You know, you're not wearing flower sacks anymore. Church choir. Yeah. yeah. Like you're in a fucking stable environment where it's like, well, no matter what, I'm not going to go fucking hungry yeah. or naked. You know, but I read, yeah, I mean, it's bad. I like, it's I bad think, when prison think, might be better I, than I your think, life. I think depression prison though is probably pretty bad. Probably like, pretty like, bad. Like it's the, the you know the Alcatraz, in Georgia, the, yeah, bread, yeah, yeah bread with Georgia, a slice and, of yeah. bread and gravy or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and not safe to be black people times mm-hmm. still. Yeah, slice of bread and gravy sounds good actually. Right That's now. called shit on a shingle. Yeah, it sounds is. good. Yeah, oh, um, hamburger meat in it. So, but he stole something and did a bid. I couldn't track down exactly what the real story was. Um, yeah, kind of doesn't matter. It was kind of some bullshit. Matter. Yeah, it was some whatever bullshit. it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was, it was some bullshit. He did some time. Yeah. So he leads the gospel choir in the prison, and oh, he yeah. meets uh, basically his lifelong best friend Bobby Bird, who was a, a piano player and a singer, and also in there. And uh, they met there. And <clears throat> anytime you see James Brown on stage, there's another guy who sings. Uh, that's, that's well, there's a, there's a whole backup group of singers, but there's another guy who's kind of got a prominent place on the stage like the hype that man. James is like interacting with all the that's time. His, that's and that's hype, Bobby that's Bird. It, yeah. Like that's his hype man. Yeah. That's the guy that's worried about him and yeah. ma- summons the cape. Yeah, you know, like. But he was he was there for the whole time. But he gets out. His Bobby Bird's family lets James stay with him, and uh, they have a group uh, called the Famous Flames. I saw that and I was thinking about what a stupid name that is. And yeah. I was like, Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. I was like, no, names are still stupid. It's just that you don't realize it when you're in it. Like the fucking famous flames is no dumber than fucking Smashing Pumpkins. Well, the name's only as good as you are. Yeah. If you have, if you have like, like you could say the Red Hot Chili Peppers are shit. But they've made their mark, right? Red Hot Chili Peppers, like the name—that's the fucking the name. butthole you know surfers, I mean? yeah. 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 <laughs> Slipknot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like any any fucking other, any most most band name. There are some cool fucking names. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, but there most of them are shit. Even like it's Metallica. Fucking, yeah, it's like ooh, Metallica. No, that, that's, Look what color Metallica is. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Megadeth. Yeah. I was about to they're, say Megadeth. They're terrible. <laughs> Iron Maiden. You know what I mean? Like they're pretty yeah. terrible, but they've made such a mark. Yeah. That that name has become synonymous yeah. for Arrow great Smith. music yeah i'm a guy who makes Terrible. arrows that's yeah. weird yeah, yeah like and that was it be that was the name of his band until like the 70s when he yeah. fired off i mean you go yeah you go into music led zeppelin's pretty good i mean cypress like cypress hill yeah fucking mm-hmm. mob deep right yeah. the goody mob 
they're stupid. Like they're yeah. fucking dumb names. Gotta give props to niggas with attitudes, though. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> that's a fucking great name. Yeah. <laughs> and Public Enemy. Those they, are probably they my did, two. They did, Public Enemy is good. No, they're, and they're, again, there that's are good, some good, good ones. Yeah. Eminem. Yeah. Fucking dumb name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. fucking, like it's just. So. Uh, it was Marshall Mathers. I mean, that's why I like yeah. Eminem. I, I get yeah. that. M and M. It's still stupid. Yeah. It's clever, but I think if it wasn't for the candy, it might not be as dumb in your head as. As you think, if it wasn't for there being M and M's as a candy, I think it might not be as stupid. It's still stupid. Well, because there are M and M's, because the candy exists. No, I'm saying as as great as his lyrical ability is, right. and to come up with shit, that's a fucking dumb name. Right. I also think it's funny that M and M is the side of him that's the darkest part. Yes. Like Marshall yeah. Mathers is a normal. And maybe that's why, because that's the outer Eminem shell. Is the that's the outer shell, the inside. Oh, the inside yeah. is the oh, Eminem, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's still dumb. Yeah. Dr. Dre used to dress up like a doctor and DJ. Remember yes, that. It's fucking stupid. Yes, he did. With the yeah. world-class yes. wrecking crew. Yes. I got the fucking vinyl for <laughs> <laughs> I got the but vinyl. But yeah, it's dumb. Like, to watch, yeah. you know, to to if you have ever watched Dr. <clears throat> Dre, probably when he was young, like, do some fucking DJing, yeah. his techno music. Yeah. It, it was probably terrible, yeah. you know, at best. And he did the romance rap album. Oh yeah, before yeah, 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 yeah. And that's I have that yeah. one too. Um, but uh, he basically takes over the band. It was Bobby's band, and pretty much everybody right away, even Bobby, is like, "It's fucking that's James's the front man. band." Yeah, that's <laughs> the front this man. is fucking. Yeah. This is yeah. he's the guy. Um, well, and that and that's how it works. I mean, there there are there's people meant to be in the front. You know what I mean? That's right. so why Destiny's Child broke up, and you have fucking Beyonce. She's on her own, you know? Right, right. So, so they start doing shows um, right away. They yeah. start to to travel what they call the Chitlin Circuit. Um, Dude, one of those is, backup singer girls was black Britney Spears. What? Did you happen to see it? There's like the three girls, and it's not the one they kept interviewing that her last name was like it was like Maggie High or whatever her last name was. But in the picture, one of those girls, she it looks like, like Britney Spears? black Britney Spears. Huh. Black Britney. Look at I don't know if I can find that's it, a good like, band name for Black, Black Britney. Black Britney, that, that is, is a good band name. It's yeah. like Black Dahlia. Yeah, that's yeah. my punk band name. Black Britney. Black. Britney. <clears throat> I'll try to see if I can find the. Just search Black James, Britney. James. No, they ain't gonna come over to that. <laughs> <laughs> search Black Britney stepsister. <laughs> what? Stuck in dryer. <laughs> Stuck in dryer. It'd be like her great great aunt or some yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> but they, they play the the Chitlin circuit, which is just a bunch of shitty, shitty, small, dangerous, fucking uh, juke joints. Um, it was apparently, like, it was like Roadhouse. Yeah, one of the, the things that I read. Apparently, there were music. a couple of uh, places here in Bakersfield that were actually part of the Chitlin circuit. Oh, probably. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, and that girl Martha High remembered that you know one of the engagements that they did the club owner came back and said, we're not going to pay you. And like everybody in the band started pulling out guns and she was like, Dude, wow, this is even who shit. was the sax player? Maceo. So remember, uh, James Brown said some shit. Like he came after that dude and the fucking drummer dude pulled a gun out. Did you finish the documentary? No, there's a story in there where the, whoever the drummer was, I can't think of his name. He pulled a fucking gun on James Brown and put it in his fucking face. 
like fucking oh, pulled fuck. it out. Like, I don't know what kind of, it was like a, he fucking said he racked it and the shell flew out. So he knew it was loaded as he did it and put it in his face. And he said, you don't come at me or my brother. And like, he's like, you just had, you had to deal with him that way. Cause he was just fucking, I was like, damn, he didn't walk off for that one. Cause damn. once they complain about their pay, he just flies a new band and fucking yeah, walks out on stage. Yeah. I was like, damn, he didn't fire him. He just replaced him. Like, yeah. In front of them while they're standing there with their fucking horns and shit. Like a new band just walks past. Right. <laughs> Um, of course they had to deal with, you know, the same thing that we talked about on the Motown episode, which was, uh, racism, you know, he, they yeah. would go to play at a club and he would have to like change his clothes in the bus. Cause they wouldn't even let him in the, in the dressing room. Yeah, it's just rough, dude. <clears throat> um, like, how he, are you going to go watch the guy, admire his music, well, and is, then not give him enough respect to let him change right. his clothes and was, take man. a piss? It's fucking yeah. wild. Different dude. times, man. Yeah. yeah. Different times. But the, the, the one thing that's that's empowering about it, though, is that not just him, but so many. Think of all the greats across everything, even even people who are against, you know, the 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 racist people, you know what I mean? There, there's all these racist people out there, and then you have all these people that are going against them, you know, and getting hate. And all those people still pushed past, you know what I mean? Like they just kept pushing past, pushing past, pushing. They didn't right. stop just because they hit like, oh, you can't play there. You can't come in here. They're just like, they made it work. Yeah, They, they kept, they kept doing stuff. And they, yeah. you know, and nowadays people hit one small little bump in the road <clears> and bail. fucking their whole life fell apart, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's absolutely, it is and inspiring. He even, that, he even talks day. about it. He says that, you know, Motown had this, you know, some of their biggest stars were like, you know, light skinned, yeah. straightened hair. Yeah. They spoke well. Yeah. You know, and that was part of what they did on purpose because they knew yeah, they had to give airplay. them that. Yeah. They get, yeah. <clears throat> but James Brown looked at that and said, I can't be that. Yeah. I have fully African features. I don't speak well. Mm-hmm. He was like, I just have to work twice as hard as anybody else. Yeah. And that's why he became the hardest working man in show business. Cause I, I think it said something for like 15 years. He did five or six shows a day, every single day. Yeah. For that's like crazy. a decade. That's, that's wild. He yeah. just played nonstop. Um, maybe that's why Mick Jagger could still do it at fucking like 75 and shit. Keith Richards yeah. is fucking like they figured just, out the, the juju. He yeah. gave him some secret yeah. fucking drug. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, like, like people nowadays are just such pussies though. Like, you know, somebody says, uh, a word that offends them. You know what I mean? It's like motherfuckers were burning down people's houses yeah. and shit. I think it's they were neighborhoods. Yeah, they're stores. Just it's yeah. 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 It's because by contrast, that dude lost his mom at four and lived in fucking flower yeah. bags mm-hmm. and didn't have underwear. Uh, it's not that, yeah, tough times miles. create tough men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Tough men create, you know, easy times, easy times create weak men. You yes. know, and it's a cycle and, and we're in the fucking weak men times, man. So yeah, there's yeah, a fun, just, there's a funny like little meme where like a dude wa- is walking and he like bumps his shoulder and it's mm. like it's like people it was like it's like dudes in the 90s and they like bumps his shoulder and he looks oh, like Whoa, that, fuck, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever and then it's like it goes through and it's finally it's like nowadays and it shows him now and he hits it and falls to the ground like dramatically oh, like, like an NBA oh, player God, yeah and went through all that shit some of those are great where it's clear nothing oh, happened yeah. Yeah. soccer's that yeah, way too soccer's, like, soccer's great so little Richard started to get really popular. And I thought this was fucking hysterical. He ends up, he's got like 30 more dates booked on this tour, but he signs like a huge record deal and they fly him out to Hollywood to record a record. And the promoter goes up to James Brown, who still isn't like super popular yet and says, Hey, can you be little Richard 
for these 30 dates. It's pure country. Because no one <laughs> has seen him. Yeah. They don't like know. we've heard his records pure on the country. radio. <laughs> it's like, you just got to be a little Richard. So uh, this is what his, pure country is based off of. Mm-hmm. They just turned a cowboy. He did his hair different and he went in and he said that he had, that's where he learned that James Brown scream. Yeah. Cause he was trying to do a little Richard uh, scream. So he had to do 30 dates yeah. of impersonating. Only, only fucking Mariah Carey can do that funny. little Richard shit. Yeah. That little Richard thing is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. But he said that he would like every show he would start like a hundred percent little Richard. And then by the end of the set, he was a hundred percent James Brown. Yeah. And he would like just adjust back to himself. Nobody would notice. Nobody would notice. It's like that, that fucking TikTok follow the green shirt. And all of a sudden it's Brown. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like you don't. Yeah. And I feel like he was so smart as a businessman. He was so calculating. I promise you that was on purpose. He was probably like, I'm going to make all these people get used to my, my sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, when they hear me Richard. on the radio, yeah. they're going to like me because yeah. they already heard me, even if it's so just subconscious. What happened to Little Richard? He couldn't do the dates. He got Too a, many, he got a, he I got think. a record deal. So they oh, flew him out to Hollywood. Oh, oh, Little Richard got the Little record Richard deal. got the oh, record Oh, I thought you were saying no. that, that uh, Brown got the and record deal. And they had a commitment okay. to all those tour dates and didn't want to miss oh, it. So oh, gotcha. They literally pure country. Yeah. George Strait was missing. Yeah. And they stuck a guy on stage. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes. That guy was in a movie the other day. I can't remember what it was. I was like, what the fuck is this guy from? Yeah. But he, still, he still looks young yeah. as fuck. Bill Paxton. No, it wasn't Bill Paxton. Whatever that, whoever plays Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, but Bill Paxton. He was in some other shit. God damn you. <laughs> so he records, please, please, Oh, did you guys see Bob Barker died? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, not yet though, but he will. I sometime. knew it, dude. I didn't say shit because <laughs> I knew that's where he yeah, going. Yeah. Yeah. He just turned 99 or some shit. <clears throat> yeah, I saw a clip yeah, of he's him. He's going to die though. So he should say yeah. he's dying. That's what you should do. No. Yeah, lead in. Like, did you see Bob Barker's dying? No, it's dude? better. He's, he died. Yeah. No, because then you just lied. He didn't die though. No, I, I didn't lie because I said, I said he didn't yet. That's what I said. First, your first statement was a lie. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I think I approve. Yeah. You liked it? My name's Dave Moten. I approve of this message. You always, t- you always take a side. <laughs> Damn it. So he records, please, please, please. Um, the guy that runs the label buries it because he thinks it's a garbage song. And then James pays his, or no, he ends up uh, getting records cut of it. And he goes around singles, all the radio stations just, yeah. and, and, it off, and it's just, it's successful. It's his right. first hit. Um, and uh, like, I mean, he sings please, so please much play this. passion. You yeah. Know, and I, I think that's really all that it was it's 100% you know I mean? passion. Yeah, it's just his passion comes through and the thing the is music you know it's it's and this plays itself out in his timeline but it's like his whole early career was knocking concerts out of the park like big name like you know grand the rolling stones weren't huge yet but mick jagger was like i would like i would go to the apollo every like once once james brown landed at the apollo he was like i'd go to the apollo every time i was in new york because i wanted to watch this this kid james brown like he was no older than i was but he was like you've never seen anything like him like the way he controlled the band and the crowd and the girls would be screaming I at think him too and- like it's because like the 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 consequence of not making it is like what are you, you're gonna work in a factory or something like yeah. what are you gonna do mm-hmm. yeah like you're gonna work have this terrible existence it's like mm-hmm. get rich die trying kind of fucking yeah. mentality you're like you have to the, fucking do it like dance for the soldiers in the brothel right uh-huh. like yeah so a couple of years later, he releases Try Me, um, which is another hit. <clears throat> and then um, he starts to play at the Apollo. He would do six six shows a day, two-hour-long shows. And uh, <clears throat> granted, <clears throat> an hour of that was probably him. Yeah. 
the first hour there was an open, it was yeah, all the openers, James Brown yeah, show, yeah, yeah. but he would be on stage, but there would be a girl that would sing a little bit. Yeah. There was a girl that they called Miss Five by Five. Oh, that girl was a big <laughs> man. They showed her. They called big. five, five foot tall, five, five, five feet wide. Dude. Oh, wow. She was big. Almost yeah. like I can find a picture oh. for you. She so was like a sheet lady. of plywood. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they would. They would do these super long shows that everybody would love. And they said that. Do you think there's the, something to be said for large women like that? Because like they're fucking breathing and diaphragm and like body had to expand to that. Like that has to deal with like different types of like pressure. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it does seem that, like big women always have big voices. Yeah. You know what I mean, like not always. I think the ones that you just see have that. Like, well, maybe it's like when a singer finally makes it, but I don't know, yeah. man, I think there's something to it. There might be something anatomically like because of their weight. Know. Like I've it seen, has something to do I mean, with their diaphragm like, and like lung capacity. You see like a little nine-year-old with like sounds that like a true. full-grown black woman you know and you're like what the hell is happening yeah that little, age, little asian girl, girl saying this girl's yeah. on fire with her yes. little tennis shoes that yeah. girl's fucking crazy yeah. dude yeah she's five it sounds like, she's like there's teenagers woman. i mean there's all kinds of people i, can, yeah, I think i knew just, exactly who you're talking yeah. about dude. That girl's well it wasn't necessarily just the woman yeah. i knew that when she said that yeah so the apollo was where he really started to spread his fame um, he did a long stint there. He's a lot of the stuff that I read said that the reason that the Apollo is now considered a black venue is because, because of James, James Brown. Brown, because he would play there all the time. And he said that when he would play at the Apollo and sometimes he would play there for days on end, a crowd would show up in the morning and wait in line and the line would completely circle the theater and then they would let them all in. And before everyone was even in, the line was already reforming. And then there would already be a line standing around Waiting for two hours for the next show. Oh, wow. And then the crowd would go out. They'd let him in. There was just a line all day mm. of everyone trying to get kind of like, uh, yeah, if you have multiple comedy, like uh, improv show, like they're doing back to back shows, like yeah. there's a line waiting. Yep. yep. Then they're the people yep. coming out and you're going in <laughs> and going running in. in for another one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he, um, they said that he was hard to work with at this point. They said he was a complete perfectionist. Um, he would find band members if Dude, they that fucked shit. up. That's cool like knowing a, that when you watch the show and you see what was going on. Like when they, you see it. They said that a lot of times when he was dancing, if he was like, you know, doing his little funky. And if you haven't, by the way, pause the fuck out of this show. If you've never seen James Brown live, like in the sixties, just watch three or four minutes of his, his fucking dancing and singing. So you know what we're talking about. Cause it's fucking out of this world. Yeah, that, probably but, is, that probably is like a generational thing where I bet a lot of people are like, a lot of people probably, yeah, they probably haven't seen him yeah. do that dance. Yeah. But if he was dancing and he would turn his back to the crowd, he would be dancing and looking band members in the eyes and flashing finger signals to them hmm. that were like, well, you fucked up. I'm finding you this much money. Oh, wow. You fucked up. Get back on beat. And he would be like dancing and still <laughs> singing and flashing signals to the band saying, oh, get this right. Fuck. You fucked up. <clears throat> like, cause he just heard all of it yeah. and he was that good at running the band as a band leader. That's fucking, you know, it's that's fucking, some Nazi shit right there. Is, this motherfucker. Um, the, yeah, everybody said that you just had to keep up with him all the time. And again, that very much reminded me of Prince. Prince wouldn't find people, but like I remember just endless interviews of Prince's Perfection. band members yeah. saying like the problem is you couldn't like I he was like I you know, I, I forget who it was. It might have been his drummer, one of Prince's drummers, and he was being interviewed and he was like, you know, I I'm a really good drummer. Like I've played in a lot of bands and if yeah. someone comes in and tells me <clears throat> you fucked this up, 
I'm like, no, I did this. And like, you show them and you're like, this is what I did. This is what I needed to do. I didn't fuck up. But if Prince told you, you fucked up, you were like, oh, what did I do? Because he would get on the drums and he was better than you were. Yeah. Like the, any other band you're playing in, I'm the best drummer on the stage and I'm the authority of whether or not, but every single member of the band, except for sax player, every single person in the band knew Prince is better at this than I am. Yeah. So if he told me he didn't play sax, he didn't play sax. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny, which I think is why Maceo Parker went and played for him because he played sax. Um, hmm. but, uh, yeah. And then at one point, and I forget the date at one point, he just fully fired the entire band. Yeah. It wasn't even fires. Basically they weren't getting paid. So <clears> that <throat> a bunch of interviews and the people would be like, well, he'd be like, well, you know, right now, like the money, we don't fine. have all the money. Yeah. And so, and he's like a millionaire at that point probably too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we don't have enough money. So Pouring like, we'll, we'll money. get you next round. We'll get you next round. Like, and, and she's like, sometimes you get paid. Sometimes you didn't get a next round. And then the one guy was like, yeah, the most I ever made was like 300 bucks, which I don't know that that sounds like a lot of money back then, sure. but people weren't getting paid on the regular. And yeah. like, so, and they were working fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, and then going and recording after, after working crazy mm-hmm. so they got him they got together and like we're yeah. gonna go fucking tell him like we need to get paid because like we're the top musicians like we're fucking we make this <laughs> shit happen who else is gonna follow you he didn't even say shit he was just like all right and call, made a phone call and on his private fucking jet went and picked up a couple dudes from some other band and like brought in like i don't know like five dudes it was and, bootsy collins and bootsy collins brother and, they were and young, I, dude, and I think like the 19. only, I think the only two people that James Brown kept were Maceo Parker and his brother because Bootsy Collins becomes the bass player for, mm-hmm. for parliament. Uh, Maceo Parker, mm-hmm. uh, Maceo's the, the sax player for parliament. Um, so basically his backup band was and, parliament. And so those dudes said that they're like, we didn't even know. We just knew James Brown said he wants us to send a jet for us. We don't know what's up. Yeah. He's like, we don't know what's happening. We get there. Did they know they weren't getting paid. They walk, yeah, they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. They walk up on stage. He said, he just saw these dudes or he's like, they're mad about something. I don't know what they're mad about, but they're on the side of the stage with like their fucking music cases yeah. like sitting there and they just fucking walk on stage with James Brown. And start playing and start fucking playing because they're yeah. that good you know what i mean yeah and the other dudes are like fuck that's that and it's fucking and i think it was uh, probably a very good thing for james brown's music because he just funk. brought in the godfathers of funk yeah even though funk didn't exist yet you know yeah. that was because of them like their influence once they got into the mix then that that's that what changed that, you know yeah. that that's where yeah. funk was born him, him being a tight ass not being yeah. his band <laughs> created, created a musical yeah. genre yeah. yeah um i mean that sucks but in, then again you know like, long, it had, it, it had to happen things, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and the other thing the thing that really put him over was he was doing all the shows at the Apollo. All the musicians in the world would go and see him. And he knew it himself. He was like, if I could, he was like, I can't capture in a single what I do in a concert. Right. And if I could capture what I do on stage, then everyone would want to come and see me play and everybody would listen to every single I release, but they'd have to understand that context. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to record a live show of me playing at the Apollo and I'm going to release it super raw. Like if the, if there's crowds too loud, if there's a mistake, like it's going to be exactly what it would be like if you were there the first live album. And of course, just every decision that he makes like that, the fucking studio head is like, no, that's never going to work. Yeah. Um, that's because it's something that hasn't been done before. But then his manager always had his back and said, no, that's a brilliant idea. So he paid for it himself out of his own pocket, paid for the Plus entire as a production. studio. You're like, no, yeah. no, no, I need to that's have what control. He was... Like I, I record the drums <laughs> right. and we mix it together. Right. Like you don't just record this shit. Well, and that's why he wasn't paying the band so that he could produce yeah, this exactly. album. Yeah. 
um, video. So he drops this album and uh, apparently just blew up overnight. And, you know, this is back in radio day where if you could get your song on the radio, you you made it. Right. And now DJs would just and this is going to be a really lost comment on on a certain, you know, youths. But they would just put the they would just put the album on, drop the needle and just let the entire half of the record play. Right. Which no one ever did. Yeah. It was like they had two turntables. That good. And then as soon as this one was done, the next song was ready. The DJ would fade over to the other song right. and they would do that. But they were like, no, this is so good. I'm just going to play the fucking album, you know, yeah. but it was full like mistakes. It was raw and everybody heard it and everybody loved it. Even like Questlove in the documentary said there was not a black house in America that did not own this album. Yeah. Hmm. Like it was, it was, it blew up in England and even Mick Jagger was like for a black soul singer to have a number one hit in England. Yeah. Unheard of. Uh, yeah. You know? For real. Um, but that's what really puts him on the map. And then, um, he starts to blow up. He does the Tammy show, which I didn't know what the fuck that was. It was a, it was a movie. And Tammy stood for something, the teen, teen arts, something, I don't know. It was an acronym for something. And it was like the Beach Boys, the Rolling Stones, Marvin Gaye, you know, tops of the the top tops of the time. And he was, he was picked to be on it. And apparently there was this, there's this urban legend that in the movie, it fades away from James Brown and then it picks up to the Rolling Stones and it looks like the Rolling Stones didn't live up to James Brown. Yeah. Like that the audience didn't care as much or something. Well, but how, everybody, do you, how do you follow James Brown? Well, everybody you know, was like, like, that's not the case though. Yeah. Because we filmed it for like two days and it was like, they would bring in a crowd. It was a whole new backdrop. And, yeah. yeah. It was a whole new backdrop, a whole that. new crowd. Yeah. And they then weren't, the Beach they weren't Boys, playing at no, the same time. The Beach yeah. Boys played a concert. They had their own That crowd. concert yeah. left. And yeah. then three hours yeah. later, Marvin Gaye went up and a whole new crowd came in. People that wanted to see Marvin right. Gaye. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but you just went from James Brown and the crowd being whipped up into a frenzy. And then it cuts to the Rolling Stones and everybody's very subdued. Mm. And it's, it was a totally different fucking crowd. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it seemed that. Yeah, like, it seems like the that. people in the James Brown <laughs> concert had way more fucking fun. There's women throwing their panties Fuck, on stage. But even uh, Mick Jagger like a fucking in the live crew concert, he was like, "Was it better?" Yeah, like, well, whatever. Like he said, he's like, "Yeah, James Brown was better." Yeah, he was like, "Was yeah. it better?" Yeah, it's James Brown. Yeah, it's James like, Brown. Like, like, of course, it was. James better. Brown beat us. Ooh, <laughs> he's just like, saying it didn't happen that way. But yeah, right. but yes, he was better. Yeah, like, it was James Brown. Yeah. Like, he's doing the splits and shit. Like Mick Jagger, you suck. Um, that Mick Jagger dance is funny, man. He does a weird little fucking shimmy thing. Yeah. So he knocks out hits. Um, I got you. I feel good. Papa's got a brand new bag. Um, it's a man's world. Um, if you That's haven't, good, yeah. if you haven't seen it, I recommend that you hit the YouTube's and watch the uh, James Brown and Luciano Pavarotti doing "It's a Man's World." And James is older. I mean, I think it takes place in the late eighties. Um, but it's him and like the legend of male opera singers and they are on stage together and they do, it's a man's world and it's pretty fucking mind blowing. And and those, those songs, man, are just, they're in so many movies. They're just, they're so many, like they're the backdrop of our culture. Yeah. Like you hear those songs and it's just like, Oh, that I, I instantly know that you hear one note and you're like, that's fucking James Brown. You hear that dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Yeah. You already know. know. If it went into a different song, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like what, what just happened right now? Yep. 
most musicians uh, and musical historians think that Papa's Got a Brand New Bag is officially the first funk song. And I don't know about fucking syncopation and rhythm yeah. and all that shit, but the 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 yeah, mechanics of yeah. funk yeah. are for the first time show up in Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Um, he starts to get into some social activism, and I know there was a lot of that in the documentary, but I frankly didn't watch that part of it. But um, well, that part where I mean, when uh, Martin Luther King gets assassinated—that's wild. Yeah, and then they go and do a concert anyway. They're trying to stop him. They're like, "Man, if you don't do this concert, they're gonna burn this motherfucker down." Yeah. And it's like, if you do the concert, it's, your it's best the day he gets killed. Yeah, yes. it's kind of yeah. But then James Brown even says, "Why don't we televise?" This is, it's in Boston. Right. Yeah. He was like, "Why don't we just televise it live for Boston?" And then everybody's gonna stay home to watch. Yeah, they'll stay this home. James yeah. Brown. Concert. We're not gonna go riot or fucking right. whatever, whatever they were. Exactly. But, so they fucking get up on stage though, and he handles that shit so well, man. A bunch of people jump up on stage, and the police get up, and it's about to get rowdy. And then James Brown's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! They're good. They're good. They're good. Calm down. Calm down." And he like gets the police to back off for a minute. There's a bunch of dudes and like some kids up on stage, like ah, and he's like, he's like, "Calm down." He's like, calm down. He's like, I tell you what. He's like, why don't you just let me let me finish my show? He's like, you're not showing yourself respect. You're not showing black people respect. He's like, you're not showing me respect. And like, chills everybody the fuck out. Yeah. Calms the cops down. Keeps the cops from beating the fuck out of someone that just yeah. jumped on stage in the craziness of all this fucking riot where other places yeah. shits burning. Yeah, people, the fuck are down and yeah, people are mad. Yeah, people are mad. Shit. But he chills him out. Yeah. And he's like, son, just come on. He's like, points to get out, get off stage. He's like, it's a little kid that was up yeah. there. He gets him off stage and everyone gets down and calms down. And then he's like, hit it. Just in the, just <laughs> fucking shuffling. shut that shit yeah. down, yep. turns yeah. around and within like the same breath says, hit it. And it starts and he fucking dancing, and singing again. And like everybody's just fucking within like, like less than 60 seconds, probably yeah. of people storming the stage. He stops the cops, calms them down, yeah. tells them they're not having respect for themselves and just get back down. Let me finish the show. And then that, yeah, it's fucking just gets right back to it. It was impressive. I, I picture Something him like the watch. way he moves and shit. Like I picture him, uh, What's the Johnny Quest, the little Indian guy? Fucking, uh, oh, fuck, I can't uh, remember his uh, name. Haji. Like, yeah. you know, the little hat, you know, the little, little turban thing, like in the shoes. Like, I picture like James Brown in that, like gear, you know, like, his, fucking, his I don't know why. outfit evolves I don't know why. in a weird way. It's <laughs> like, so that the signature James Brown outfit basically looks like the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. Yeah, it's like some weird. Fuck, I don't know why I have this <laughs> that image weird of him. short vest with yeah. longer tails. Yeah, yeah. I bet he yeah. can't even brush his teeth like normal though. You know what I mean? Like he's probably got. There's got to be a rhythm. Hey, yeah, like he's got to yeah. do a fucking thing. He's like yeah. dancing, fucking brushing his teeth and shit. Hey, everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he has like some. Yeah, yeah, somebody back there. Toothpaste. Yeah. Or a shower, like yeah. he's singing in the shower, just dancing yeah. around. Yeah. How does he masturbate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if he had some rhythms in your head. He can't help it. He's like, oh, he hears a, he yeah. hears a beat when he's fapping. <laughs> yeah. When <laughs> he's fapping. Um, but there's a whole thing. He ended up like siding with one of the, I think, Herbert Humphrey, like made some announcements about his presidency. And there was like a huge like backlash and some shit with Nixon and. Like I'm not hip to it. Didn't really follow that, that thread. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, in the seventies, he knocks out sex machine, which is an all time fucking classic song. Uh, get up off of that thing. And that's probably some shit to be said too, that you're singing sex machine. Like, yeah, that's mm. probably like, wasn't okay. He did. I'm as- black and I'm proud, yeah. um, which came out shortly after the <laughs> MLK. Um, he his music sort of slumped in the seventies. Everything started to get electronic and get disco. Well, the I'm Every, black and I'm proud too was like slumped. super transformative for like the black fucking community sure. as a whole because everyone was trying to like fucking have that 
Nat King Cole looking fucking yeah. hair. Like they were trying to sh- like, ha- yeah. and he just like cut his hair like, and let it come out. Like just fucking regular. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and he, didn't conform. he didn't conform. No, yeah. he didn't at all. He didn't yeah. try to lighten up his skin. He didn't try to, yeah. you know, he just, Which, owned, we, we talked about that it. in previous episodes with, with black performers and stuff that they would, you know, in order for them to get into a certain position, like that's, that was the yeah. except that, that was the only way they were going to be accepted right. by the the majority of the crowd that was going to be watching them and or get on TV yeah. or you know what I mean like to be with John Carson or whoever right. Right. they had to look and act a certain way um, yeah so he did he just didn't conform to no those he things. didn't at he, all he went against it um, sex machine um, oh that was it when sex machine came out is when he he got rid of the band. And uh, hired Dude, catfish gotta, and Bootsy. Collins. I gotta show you guys this. This is viral today. It's this fucking kid just won like they just won like national championships or something, some division championship. And it's a fucking <laughs> this kid is twelve. Okay, like this kid's twelve years old. No, I swear to God, it's like all over the news right now. <laughs> a fucking kid's twelve years old. No, like, a man, like someone stuck a man head He's on. He's got a, a receiving hairline. Kid. Jesus Christ! Look it up, dude. It's real. There's like interviews with him. And shit. He's on the news. If He's that fool was out old, there man. like railing some twelve year old kids, dude, like that. He's going that to jail. Not, like just, look how weird it looks. Because he's look, going to jail. Because look at his body. Like, he looks photoshopped. He's like walking around Photoshop. It looked like someone put what? a man head oh, on his little body. That. <laughs> that's wild and he keeps doing There's poses no way. he's doing poses like indian chiefs that had to sit still for 30 minutes in front of a fucking no, silver that's tin not, type something's wrong with that fool <clears throat> yeah because he does I have watched, a little kid's body i'm okay with i was it, like the first one looked like he had a man's like it was like a man but you show me that it's like okay he's got like a kid's yeah. body like weak ass arms look like axel and Naya out there with dark skin <laughs> yeah. yeah big man head yeah the big big man head who's got a receding hairline look at the nine yeah, he head does. Nine head, he yeah. said. Look like look like a flat top cone head. Yeah, so he gets crazy. a little a little bit more heat in 1980 um, in the film Blues Brothers when he does uh, the old landmark. Great fucking movie, by the way. Such a good movie. What is it? Blues Brothers. Oh, Blues Brothers. Yeah. I saw that that's maybe classic. way back when. Oh, I haven't seen it as an adult. Love I don't movie. think. Yeah, that's classic. Love that movie. It's like a vacation or Harry yeah. Henderson's. There's nothing right. like it, dude. And if you like blues and you like soul, like the the cameos and the fucking musicians that they get to be in the movie are yeah. just fucking crazy. I was just write it on my hand, say I'm going to watch it, but I'm getting up at 350. I know I'm not going to do And then it's, he it's also a- kind of blew up in 85 with Living in America on Rocky Four. Oh, yeah. Um, and holy shit, I watched that video. Sylvester Stallone was fucking ridiculously ripped. Oh, he was juiced in Rocky Four, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh my that's god, the, that's the Drago one, yeah. That's the Drago yeah, one, fuck, yeah. yeah. So it was fucking, so it was Drago. God damn, that was yeah. Yeah. fucking. <laughs> just show fuck. they blatantly just show steroids I mean, going his arm ways on the track. Yeah. Oh, Drago, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's and they were really putting it in there. Like it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, for the movie. Yeah. Like they were Dolph just giving Lundgren's him his dose, doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's when wrestling was fucking. Just, I mean, they were all fucking doped out too. Like, yeah. Really started getting into it. Saw Liver King got got exposed oh, yeah. for some online that's order things. Well, of course, happen. people are like, he sent a letter to somebody. Yeah, and, like yeah. he oh, he probably lost so much money in endorsements though, just because of the lies. He should have just told the truth, but maybe he wouldn't have gotten those endorsements. There's this dude no, on social media called Liver King. He is fucking like 
crazy, like super it, fucking yoked. Like, and he would just eat like straight up like cow balls and liver. Yeah, and like, he was I eating know all this crazy shit. About, yeah. And he was on all these fucking shows talking about he just eats like liver. And that's why he's he yeah. beef liver and he's got cow the, balls and all this the, shit. Uh, ancestor body, you yeah. know, like, and, like, ain't no ancestor looking like a no. He looks like wrestler. a fucking He-Man yeah. character, like yeah. toy or some yeah. shit. He looks crazy. Yeah, he just carries he's, around chains. He's, on, he's stacks on stacks And then they found like an email chain that was like him ordering steroids online and asking about the stack. Oh, wow, fuck. I mean, you knew it. No. You yeah, you definitely. knew it. Everyone but knew Joe it. Rogan called it, and fuck all these yeah. guys knew. Like, anybody who was, like, big in fitness, like, they're like, they're no like there's no way. natural way. <laughs> well, there's Joe no Rogan, natural way you're getting that body. Yeah, because like. Joe Rogan's on TRT, yeah. and I think, and growth, because he's, like, 55, yeah. so he's just trying yeah. to keep his levels where they're supposed to be. To but he's not hiding it, either. He's yeah. like, like, and he I'm, trains, like, yeah. a motherfucker, yeah. so he knows what it takes yeah. to look like that. Yeah. Right. So unless you got, like, fucking 1,500 yeah. testosterone level, that's not happening. So the eighties, they're uh, saying what his do- his steroid doses were like. It was like fifteen thousand dollars a month for his Jesus fucking. Christ. Like, that's how much his picture. That it was fucking insane. Crazy, like, like, it was just like I was like, what the fuck? Like, well, he had endorsements of like he was making. Oh, I know he's making millions. millions yeah, dollars. I know that. But like to have to have these fucking medical grade, you know, fucking right. steroids, right. you know, to pay that much, like Jesus fucking Christ. So the eighties weren't kind to James Brown. Yeah, look at that um, motherfucker. Yeah, that's like, he's dude. like, no, I just do push ups and shit, bro. Yeah, CrossFit. Push ups and eat a liver. <laughs> CrossFit here and protein there. powder. Yeah. I eat human Ooh, livers. That, that liver picture is disgusting. Oh. He looks like his fucking taint smells though. You know what I mean? It's like he doesn't he's not sure. Yeah, he doesn't like he looks no, like he a, like an un, like an uncleanly hippie. Yeah. You know? Like <laughs> uncleanly hippie. Yeah. He smells like the the night shift in a diner, yeah. like a twenty <laughs> like twenty four hour diner, dude. Like when you're the cook and you go in at okay. like ten o'clock at Hold night on. for the graveyard shift and you walk into the kitchen. That's what he can smells you, like. Can you eat Wendy's fries? Oh, you can't eat butter though, huh, dude? They have fucking garlic fries at Wendy's. Oh really? And they are that's on weird. point. Oh, they are on. Since point. when do they have that? I don't know, but my son wanted to go there. Food. And I hadn't eaten, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go Wendy's. And I got a chicken sandwich, and I was like, oh, you got garlic fries. They have, like, these pub burgers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you got garlic fries? Let me get the, can I trade the garlic fries? Like, oh, yeah, you can sub them in, whatever. Tray, garlic, and butter just drizzled all over it, and fresh fries, dude. Oh, my God. Have you they seen were, you follow that? I can't remember what it is. There's an Instagram account called, like, Eat underscore Bakersfield. I can't remember his fucking name, mm-hmm. but he fucking has these little mini cooking show things. Yeah. And it's like 30 seconds and he like highlights like, Hey, I went to this place and had tacos and it shows yeah. the people making it and all the shit. And then finally him eating it. There's a place called uh Burgersfield. It's a food truck out by uh Bakersfield sound co on Rosedale. I want to go there so fucking bad. They do like these smash right, burgers far, and it looks though. crazy. I won't drive that far. Oh, they're going to be Sunday. They'll be over here at the, at Nano's. Oh, when I'm not there, I was wondering what the Smash Burgers were because I was like, "What's yeah?" But that's Smash Burger? Burgers, though. That might be different. There's Smash uh-huh. Burgers, and this is Burgers Field. Uh-huh. Yeah, you so. said they do Smash Burgers. Yeah, but that's a type of burger. Style. Yeah, maybe style. Smash Burgers does them though. Maybe, but it's What's still the, not what the, the one. What the fuck I'm is a Smash Burger? It's like a bunch of different bur- like it's like the type of meat, and it's like pressed or whatever. So it's like not a normal traditional patty. It's like super yeah. press it. It's like Freddy's. Like you had Freddy's. Freddy's burgers, like Freddy's yeah. steak burgers. Yeah. I think those are kind of like a fast food style smash, smash burger. burger. But then they have these fucking French fries oh, that are like, like fucking, oh, it looks good, dude. All of them smash them though. Like even like the uh, fast and fresh, they put the metal on them, you know, to smash them down. No, it's not like, it's like, that. like regular that's, that's ground. That's a it's, it's not ground. Steak burgers, burgers. Like, like steak it's burgers. Like, yeah, uh, it's like uh, minced something. I don't know. It looks fucking good. Yeah, fuck all that. Let's see if I can Some bullshit. It. You always hate everything. You're such a hater. Everybody try and change something that's already good. You don't have to fuck with it. 
True. You can make new stuff. I mean, it's already good. Ain't no reason to. So 1980s, bad for James Brown. Uh, first, it's when Smashburgers came out. That's right. Good thing was in '86, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opened. Um, it was the year of its inception, and he was one of the first ones um, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Which is crazy because he's not really rock and roll, like, right? So that's how big of an influence he yeah, had on exactly. music, yeah. like in general. Yeah. Um, in 1988, um, he was at his offices in Augusta, Georgia, and uh, he went into his private bathroom and discovered that someone else had used his private bathroom. Uh He used the the bidet. And uh, he got really pissed off and uh, grabbed a shotgun Uh um, because he was on PCP. And uh, stormed into his grandma's car. He stormed into the next door uh, offices, which was an insurance office, and they were having an insurance seminar. So James Brown jumps in with a shotgun, and he's in underwear, wondering who's who just shit in his toilet. And uh, they said, "I can, I can insure you that I didn't do it." Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what they said. So the cops, they call the cops. The he gets in his car. The cops fucking chase him and he's still got his shotgun and he's driving like crazy. They shoot, they, they shoot out his tires and they shoot his yeah. car 23 times. That's legit serious uh, shit. Like this he's is where, dead. This is where yes. Sapatel got their, uh, the rolling down Rodeo with my shotgun. Maybe. That's Maybe. From James Brown. Yeah. Or insane in the membrane. Yeah. I think it all blended together <laughs> um, at that point. Yeah. But, uh, he ends up doing, uh, 15 months in jail um, he gets parole in 91 and, uh, he goes back on tour and, uh, in 1998, he discharges a rifle. Um, and then the police get in another car chase with him and he's sentenced to a 90 day rehab program. Um, cause he can't quit the PCP. That's it. Cause he um, did eight years for still in clothes back yeah, in the day. That was back in the day. <laughs> now once yeah. you're a celebrity, you got some immunity. Yeah. You're a celebrity with shit. a big ass fucking when Johnny Cochran's covering your ass, you're yeah, going to get off. Um, he ends up doing a Johnny Cockring. Yeah. What a fucking weird name. I mean, it's not Cockring, yeah, but it sounds yeah. like it. He keeps touring like this whole time. He's still touring. This is probably the era in which I saw him, you know, and he still knocked it out of the park. Um, in 91, he did a pay-per-view, uh, called James Brown living in America. And, uh, it featured MC hammer, bell, Biv DeVoe, heavy D and the boys and Vogue, uh, CNC Music Factory, Quincy Jones, Sherman Helmsley. <laughs> I don't know Quincy why he Jones. was there. AKA, Who's Sherman Helmsley? A.K.A. George Jefferson. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just because he could fucking pimp walk? He yeah. just did the walk, dude. He just strutting. He just Ke- strut on stage. Keenan Ivory Wayans, uh, Ice-T, Tone Loke, and Cool Mo D. Hmm. So that that's as 91 as it gets. Dude, I don't question George Jefferson being there at all. No, no, I don't know. Fuck that. He's not yeah. singing. No, 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 yeah. Neither was Keenan Ivory Way. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they did. Together. A, lot yeah, of those, a lot of those actors have fucking all the chops. He could probably ride a unicycle, juggle, and sing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Steve Martin and shit is all banjo and fucking like they all do a bunch of shit. True. You find out they all play guitar. Um, and it kind of just peters out. He still does shows. He still sings. Well, what it was um, is uh, George Jefferson walked in and just picked up a bass. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 He's like, you play bass. He's like, I didn't think I didn't even know. I don't know. I guess I do. Um, on Christmas day of 2006, um, at 73 years old, he died of pneumonia. Um, apparently he went in to get his teeth fixed. 
And the dentist was like, oh, my God, you have to go to the emergency room because his cough was so bad. Was gurgling. Gurgling. Co- put you to sleep. You will fluid. stay asleep. Yeah. yeah. So they sent him to the hospital. Hey, stop worrying about your teeth. He, like, did, he, yeah. he, he was fine until he got to the hospital. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. He was at, he just at the dentist. Yeah. Next thing you know, he's dead in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. Some bullshit. Like Pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He died of COVID. It's just like uh, fucking Bob Marley with his toe, toe cancer. cancer. Yeah. Toe cancer. Yeah, Yeah, toe cancer. That's the truth, man. Any prominent black man in those times, they fucking made some shit happen. (laughs) Fucking Malcolm X. They did it to fucking everyone. Martin Luther King. So now James Brown is the shit. I recommend uh, doing a a YouTube dive and watching some of his live concerts from the 60s because his voice is impeccable when he's live. Like it sounds no different than a recording while he's dancing, while he's, and just watching that dance. There's no no one dances like that. No one at all in the world. No man. I thought for a second he was going to moonwalk. I saw some, maybe some Michael Jackson, like was probably had some influence. Oh, you know, you know, Michael Jackson studied Um, under James. Yeah. I was watching that shit and I was like, maybe some Michael Jackson came out of this. For sure. Isn't there that footage? Isn't there footage of James Brown and he calls Michael Jackson and Prince up on stage? Oh, whoa. I don't know. The fucking did a portal open up to the universe. I want to <laughs> say there's that. It might have been Stevie Wonder, but I think it was James Brown. They couldn't get close to each other. They're like magnetic. Like right. <laughs> God was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't touch each other. Shit could blow up. But and that's like, you know, pre-internet days. I'm sure shit like that just fucking happened. Yeah. Like yeah. Michael Jackson was there. Prince was there. Fucking, Anybody big, you probably someone knew, calls you, you know? up on stage. They all did one song together, and everybody in the fucking audience just had their minds blown. No one was recording it. Dude, I got to get that poster like, made. That well, Sam if you're ever looking for, for if you're ever looking for talent or anything too, you're gonna go back to the Apollo. You're gonna go back. You're gonna go to for these sure. club. Like you're gonna go around looking and and performing at places, and you're gonna see other people and know like, oh, they, these guys are the guys. Right. Like that's that's why you know. Now with the internet, everything's so weird and spread out all over the place. Yeah. You know, but it was so, uh, it was so condensed mm-hmm. back then. You know, because it, you had to go to certain places. Right. Like you had to do right certain places, certain shows, right. in certain places, certain venues, or else you would never get noticed. And you would have known each other. You would have toured like you would have been on yeah. the Chitlin circuit, and yeah. you knew Little Richard because yeah. you opened yeah, for him yeah. twelve times, and he opened for you twelve times, yeah. and. You know, dude, I, I had an opportunity to try Menudo. Like I had never fucking had it. Like everyone's like, oh, and I heard so much bad shit about it. But then people are like, no, man, it's fucking good. Cause I was like, you know, is it just gross? Cause of what it is? Like, it's like stomach lining. Yeah, right. And then, right. and I was like, cut up fucking well, that's chitlins yeah. and something else. Menudo is actually just a stomach lining. Cause uh, I was, they had to clarify that to me. The tripe worse. is the that's other thing more peasant. where I was like, oh, there's like shit in there though. But uh, it's a stomach lining. I was like, okay, I'm gonna fucking it. try it. I mean, it. they clean it, but I can't. Dude, it's I cracked the lid and I was like, oh fuck, I can't do it, dude. I couldn't even smell it. Yeah, like it was fucking with me. It smells like wet dog and like enchiladas, dude. I was like, oh, this is fucking nasty. I cannot. Somebody somebody tried to give me a bowl of that shit before, dude, and I I could not. I could not do it. The big intestines. You know I'm about. Same thing. The what? Pozole. Oh, that's supposed to be really good, and I think I have had that. I actually have the stuff to make pozole. Brown brains. Pozole though. Is it pozole or pozole? I think it's pozole. Oh, hominy. Yeah, I don't like hominy. I don't like big. I don't like big corn. Yeah, I don't like big corn. I don't like big corn. No, I actually like have. I have all the no, yeah, stuff to yeah. make pozole because like I keep tobacco, thinking of big pharma. Because you, if, yeah. if you make it spicy <laughs> enough, like I'm like I'm gonna make some spicy like fucking pozole, yeah. and hopefully it's gonna help my throat. Yeah, maybe soup's always good when you. I've just been too sick to fucking cook it. We keep having uh, broccoli soup, and then this stuff called supa toscano, which is like it's weird. It's like kale 
in like Italian sausage and oh, it's fucking good. It's some kind of Pinterest uh fucking uh sounds pretty terrible though. It's you don't you don't it's I cooked. guess if it's yeah, soft, it's just yeah. cooked and it's in there and there was yeah. potatoes. We did potatoes oh, yeah. time, it was fucking good. Yeah, if you put it in a little soup or something, it kind of yeah, becomes yeah. invisible. Yeah, kills yeah. Yeah. Well kale in its natural form, yeah, it's a little bit weird. Um is that it? That's what we got. That's all I got. All right. Um, I did. Uh, CJ Laser and I uh, fucking hand stamped a couple hundred Christmas cards. Thanks. <laughs> hand stamped a couple Christmas uh, hundred Christmas cards, and we just sent them out. Um, if uh, if you get one, please post it. If you don't get one, don't get your feelings hurt. Uh, anyone that I had an address for in Patreon, mm-hmm. it went out. Mm-hmm. Um, and only in like in certain tiers, like it just doesn't uh, populate the address field. So like, um, if you want one and you didn't get one. You know, and you're a patron, then just just message and give me your address, and I'll send you one. Um, but there's a whole bunch coming out, um, and or if somehow there's some weird glitch mistake, I mean, I export a a CSV to try to populate the yeah. addresses for those cards. Weird stuff happens. Yeah, and stuff list. happens. Yeah. So yeah, don't yeah. don't get uh, yeah. don't get your feelings hurt if you don't get one. Say so, and I'll make sure you yeah. get one. Um, but those are going out. Please post them when you get them. And uh, other than that, uh, we are brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, that's our primary sponsor. Every week we give away a hot sack. Um, if you guys post on social media, we go look at those posts, seek them out, and we choose a victor. Choose a winner every week. And this week it was, uh, where'd it go? Samuel Wilcox. Yeah, John, John Wilbanks. John Wilbanks. Mm. He will. He will banks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what that verb is, banks, but I like a pool. He could play pool. He always does bank shots, maybe. I don't yeah. know what's going on. It's close we're going to get. It's the best we can do with that. We had good ones before. Brad was like, uh, have have hands, will will yank. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> we had before. <laughs> <laughs> have hands, will stroke. Will yeah. stroke, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. We had better stuff before the show, but it didn't make it. Didn't yeah. make the cut. Didn't make no. the cut. Yeah. So anyways, but check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Um, They're at most major grocery stores. You can find it on the internet if you can't find it at your local store. But if you see it in the wild, take a picture of it and uh, tag us, tag El Yucateco. And if you need to get it and you just absolutely can't find it, um, you can Google it. There's generally distribution from somewhere in your area, even if you're in another part of the world. Um, as of late, it's been almost impossible to not find it. People have done really go- good. I know outside of the United States, uh, mexgrocer.co.uk. Um, but there's all kinds of distribution. You might not get all the flavors, but you can probably find a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the States, you can just go to uh, elucateco.com. And uh, if you use code SOFAKING, you can save some money when you get it. So go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, also check out Print Dirt Cheap. Um, they uh, they actually made all the uh, Christmas cards that we just mailed out for us. So thank you. They look good. They, yeah. they almost look professional. Those look really good. They do. Yeah. They look great. So for that, all I have is an inkjet printer in there, and they just printed them right out. I don't know what they, what magic they have, but yeah. it does look like some store-bought shit. Those yeah. did come out pretty good. From Photoshop to that is is impressive. Uh and uh, made, Dave, Dave wrote a little poem there. on the back, uh, which I was very impressed. I was very pr- I was proud yeah. of it myself. That, I mean, that exi- it exists now. Work. You know yeah. what I mean? It exists now. <laughs> it's um. actually, it's actually. I watched it go off to the USPS mail truck today. Yeah. Oh yeah. The giant ass yeah. yeah. Saw the man take yeah. them. Um, so they're on their way. You should be getting, they should be popping up like tomorrow. Probably people will start getting them. So um, also check out print dirt cheap. Uh, go to print and use code. Sofa King podcast 2022. Uh, Fuck. They changed it. I got to look at my messages. I'm all ironically. We got, I watched a package come in that had all our own stickers on it too. Yeah, oh it yeah. Weird. It was, uh, <laughs> Ryan Lashley. Ryan Lashley yeah. sent a package to put our stickers on it. To send it back I was going to gonna bring that too because like there's only one jar and really it's it's a Dave thing. It's apple butter. I bet it's delicious, but it is vegan and there's only one jar and that man spent $22 on shipping and at least $12 on that jar of apple butter. So mm. 
It's a $36 jar of apple butter. They do sell it on Amazon for $12. Ryan Lashley uh, could have just drop shipped it. Ryan, Ryan Lashley wears apple butter jeans and the <laughs> boots apple with the fur. Apple butter jeans yeah. and the boots with the fur. With yep. the fur. Yep. <laughs> so uh, thank you for that. And we did start getting some Christmas cards. I'm going to have to go look and see who sent them and, and post them and say thank you. Uh, thank you again to Tina Zobko and RDJ Allen for the whiskey today that we drink. Um, there's another and, bottle. It's it's way better than they are. Yeah, that's we have all a, I just want to say. That's true. It's yeah. way better than they there are. Is uh, that's another SK made made couple right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah a match a match made in hell. See mm-hmm. how they do. It can't end up good if they met here. You know what I mean? No. Of course yeah. it can. You think so? Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Might be better than most. Yeah. I mean, take, well, taking bets. Taking bets. I mean, who else is going to get with Artie? Right. Or well, Tina, I mean, you weed it out. Like, Tina, yeah. Tina, yeah. I don't want to say that. She's well, you a weed it she out. Like, food. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, you like serial killers and fucking dick jokes. And it's, that's I mean, true. Where else are you going to meet, right? Yeah, yeah. You're weeding out, you know. Yeah. She's like, I like dick jokes. And Artie's like, yeah, I like dicks. And they're like, yeah. oh. We're basically, we we're basically like, an obscure she's like, dating and your app, dick right? is a joke. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we're an obscure dating app for the weird. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that. And then check out uh, Two Day Banners. That's the number Two Day Banners. Um, and also check out Today Banners. We're finally kind of, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's the finish touch, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's almost done, really. Yeah. We can almost call it yeah. done. It, it's looking pretty good. So check out Today It's almost finished. Dot com. Yeah, it's almost finished. <laughs> it's almost completion. It's arrived. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah coming along it is um coming you along. guys should check that out but not to be confused with if you actually need a banner because at our site you two day get, yeah, yeah you can't get banners right. no, no, no um but it's the number two daybanners.com for that one and ours is today you can get in, banned from your isp uh, you, you know you could yeah right be careful yeah don't don't check it at work because i heard someone checked it at work don't check it at work so but you should check it um, and don't on che- that, also check out uh, Jimmy D's Tees. Go to jimmydstees.com. Uh, he does uh, a lot of our printed goods uh, that are available at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, and also check out Mindframe Podcast. And I also skipped, uh, we are part of the Podbelly Network. Go check out uh, Robots for I. Uh, ro- yeah. Yeah. Robots for Guys podcast. <laughs> Brad's got me fucked. Yeah, Robots for what Guys is, podcast. What did I do? You have made so many little alternate <laughs> names that like I'm ready to make the yeah, joke. Yeah. And then uh, check out Art and real, Jacob real, to America. Real They're Spocks. also there. Real Spocks for Spies. Another uh, another great uh, Bakersfield podcast. Go check them out. And on that, I think that's all I got. Are they from Bakersfield? Yeah. Yeah, they are. I didn't know that. Art and Jacob? Yeah. yeah. You, I feel like you met them, no? Um, no. Oh, I don't think so. You were drunk. Is Jacob yeah. the one with the punchable face? Yeah, it's him. You know him, yeah, yeah. right away. You know him, like, <clears throat> Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Squishy, rubber-faced, big yeah. cheeks. The hot mom. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, you know, also I was going to say, check out the Patreon skits on our website because I don't think there's going to play. We've done some shit back in the day. Hmm. We sang and acted and played guitar. Dumb, there's dumb some serious shit. shit. Yeah. yeah, if you're honest, yeah. there's some dumb shit. The ass you can't burglar, get, just remember you can't fight get time nights. back. Yeah. Can't get yeah. your time back. Yeah. Yeah, Fondue the, fountain on the side yeah. of a mountain. There's some weird there's shit there. Weird shit, yeah. The fucking yeah. macaroni, fuck the shit, I'll do better tomorrow. That was a weird one. I would just start playing music and start talking. Yeah. And stuff would happen, yeah. you know. We could do it. And there's also a project at Ryan on there, which yeah. is kind of dope. It should become another podcast, but we got to finish Mindframe first. Yeah. Then Project Orion. Slow, slowly but surely working mm-hmm. on it. So yeah. that's all I got. Don't yeah. be a return. Mm-hmm.